We are Wrestling Elitist. I'm your co-host, Alex Gibson, alongside my very, very dear friend, a man that can help you all cheat on your taxes, Sean Nash. How you doing? That's that's uh, unequivocally false, untrue. Um, if you're listening to IRS, that's 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 fucked up. But hello, everyone. Hello, Alex. You son of a bitch. <laughs> hello, Sean. I should have said allegedly at the beginning of that. I, yeah, it's all um, alleged. Allegedly, I'll I'll put that in in post. Um, please uh, please make sure you're checking us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Elitist Podcast, as well as our website WrestlingElitist.com for our latest match reviews and articles including our weekly dynamite and rampage reviews, as well as this week, there will be a uh, revolution review. Uh, Chris was already um, brainstorming some of his stuff. thoughts to us. Uh, big stuff coming yesterday, live in person, uh, which we'll talk about, but Chris has been churning out content. So please keep your, make sure you're keeping up with our latest articles. Uh, please also make sure that you rate review, subscribe to the podcast as well. Helps us grow organically. We do not put any money into uh, our marketing efforts here. Uh, because we don't have money for that. So uh, you help us get that money. Uh, But Sean, why don't you uh, let everybody know what the usual format is in case they're new to the show? Uh, We're going to talk about some quick news, our favorite matches of the the pay-per-view, biggest moments, cringe, and what we're looking forward to post-revolution. Yeah, it was a uh, kind of a slow week for us news-wise, I feel like, especially, you know, we recorded Thursday for last week's episode and then now it's Monday today, recording this. Back on a Monday. A little peek behind the curtain for you, some inside baseball. But we have, so we, we I feel like there's just not a whole lot to really come up with news-wise. Nothing's um, The developed. biggest news in my life right now is the TMNT trailer that dropped. So Huge. I went John Cena-related, <laughs> wrestling-related. Yeah, there we go. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. And I'm sure, oh. wasn't Jackie Chan, like, wasn't he one of the guests at one point, on like, a, like a guest... Uh, raw gm at one point i feel like he was he had to be they would have dropped the ball so hard yeah if he he really wasn't so yeah basically it's filled with potential hall of famers um but that with that said we have we had the same news of the week this week it was the first gathering of the elitists since the incident that happened at the quick lane bowl um which if you don't know what that is it's um when (laughs) when chris's wife gave birth so it wasn't really an incident (laughs) no no actual incident but um it was good to be at it was we got to hang out at sean's new house uh hung out in the basement yes ate some food uh i went to imperial got some great tacos beforehand you got all the Um, ferndale living qualities you got to get stuck by the train eat the tacos yeah yeah what else could a guy ask for um yeah it was good to be with chris it was our first time seeing him live and in the flesh since since December. So yeah, uh, he sounds it, eager to come back to the show. He's, he's ready for much, it. It's just he's figuring out timing on his end. It's um, good to see that he is alive and well, it's not Jack just texting from his phone, taking over the website I, and doing all ratings. <laughs> that's why we would have had yeah. heat. Lance. Yeah, that's we were we were worried about that, but also now that you say that, it kind of sounds like we're doing that right now. We're covering our own ass. Like, oh, he's he's so alive. He's like the most alive he's ever been. So, <laughs> don't even worry about it. Hopefully, he'll be back one day. We promise. Um, yeah, it was good. I think we uh, we both left. Chris and I, as as well as one of the first ladies, left uh, right right at the main event because it was going to be too late. And then uh, (laughs) I was, when I saw that it went to overtime, I was even more happy that I did not stick around because 
Sunday pay-per-views. I get, I get it. It probably makes more sense from a buy perspective, but God damn, do I wish they would stick with Saturdays. Cheaper rent, but come on, do it for the fans. It's a Saturday. Think about us, Tony. We know he listens. He, uh, we, we buried, we buried that jungle boy and Christian match. Then they made it a first burial match. So yeah. Boom. That's the power of us. World changers. (laughs) Be the change you want to see. Um, let's move into (laughs) our match of the week. Uh, Sean, start with you. I, I really liked the, uh, the Texas death match with, uh, Adam page winning Moxley's first, uh, tap out in quite a long time. Just great, great bloody match that Moxley would love. Uh, Great use of barbed wires, pretty good barbed wire too. Um, I saw a photo of the chair wrapped around in uh, barbed wire when Hangman hit it, lost some of his hair just sticking out there throughout the whole match. Gruesome, gruesome match. Uh, Just loved a bloody physical and it really just stuck out on the the pay-per-view for the few good matches that there, there really was on it. Yeah, I struggled with it because it's not my type of match, but for the match that it was, it was very, very good. Uh, you mentioned it, seeing Mox tap for the first time since 2013. That's insane. Huge. And he tapped because he was being murdered. So like, that's not even like a shameful tap. No. <laughs> we used to do Fight Club at, back in the dorms in college uh, where we would just wrestle each other, and I tapped for way less. So good <laughs> Good on Mox for keeping that going. Um, The fucking blood in that match was insane. It feels like Mox might have just been out of blood. Like he didn't bleed as much as he typically would. Um, The barbed wire everywhere. Crazy. Bricks. Um, The the amount of things that like when when Hangman wrapped the barbed wire around his body and then did the moonsault to the outside. Oh, that yeah. for sure hurts yourself way worse than the person you're doing it to. Uh, totally. Also, sorry, like I know that this goes against the rules of wrestling, but if I'm a wrestler in that position, I'm not catching you. Yo, yeah, you're, you're diving into an empty swimming pool there. <laughs> if any, but if anything, Mox probably <laughs> caught him a little bit more than he normally would. Uh, same thing with when when Hangman like wrapped it around his leg and was trying to kick him or whatever. It's just so weird that he that. That was their instinct to do that. It just I don't really see how that works. It's just going to mm-hmm. stab yourself. But the chair spot was wild. Uh, there's a couple of spots of that chair, really. Uh, the yeah. bricks. Um, there's that one spot that we didn't get to see in the, where uh, when oh my uh, gosh, Hangman yeah. was in the corner. I never saw what that ended up being. So for those listening, there's the know. point where uh, Mox took a very delicate seat in, seating in a chair. <laughs> very... <laughs> That really part just, didn't look great. And then the, uh, and then uh, hangman was in the corner on the turnbuckle and I didn't really see how it finished because, uh, the feed went out for a minute. So we had to restart it, but the one time, yeah, it was a, it was a good match. Um, but it, it was uh, just not for me. Go ahead. Totally blowing the lead too. new, uh, new entrance theme for hangman page. Great. Oh, great little man. Talk about bittersweet. Man. Yeah, it is. But that it truly is. Tony giveth and Tony taketh away. That was great new theme, but, I fucking loved his old theme. Yeah. Every Modelo commercial just reminded me of a nice old hanger. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds, ah, man, I, I don't know if I want that to be his permanent theme or not. His new one. I yeah. I'll have to see after a couple weeks, but I don't know. I love the, the, the black too, the black with the diamond fringe. Yeah. He had a, Lovely. he had a good look going for him. It was kind of 
like it kind of felt like hangman was a star for the first time in a while again yeah and hopefully this turns those tides and we get a good story with him yeah he, he looked real good um my match of the week main event mjf <laughs> versus uh brian danielson just a uh, I I'll be honest. I need to go back and rewatch it if, for me to really truly be able to speak from like a it's spot. It's a whole spot, sixty minutes. You know, I, yeah. yeah, but I I it's do think than... you know Iron Man matches. That sometimes I dread them when they're coming up because I know it means it's going to be an hour long or sometimes an hour and fifteen. Um, but they always they're almost always going to be a star making performance for people, and you know that was I, MJF discussed it in the scrum. People forget how good of a wrestler he is. So it's a good way to remind people that he is one of the best, not only on the mic, but also as a uh, speaker. So, or sorry, also as a wrestler. Um, I did enjoy the end though with uh, Danielson doing the yes chant. He hasn't done it in AEW. Uh, he hits it, hits yeah. that flying knee. It looks like he's got the win. And then Seems he like does it's going to be it. Oh man, I, I, I wish I would have experienced that in the moment because I already knew I already knew that he had lost before I saw that point. Mm-hmm. So it, that took it away from me, but I can imagine watching it live. Like there's like a moment of like, Oh shit, is he about to do this? This could um, actually be it. Yeah. Yeah. And my only other thing before I pass it over to you is I think watching that match and MJF winning and just what they've been doing. Not that I wasn't already pretty sure that he's signed for beyond January of next year. Like that just made me feel like for sure he is like, they wouldn't be hmm. doing this with him. I don't think right now. This isn't to sell it on him. This is already set in stone. Yeah, yeah. I think that that match to me was like that put him in the upper echelon, rarefied air. Sure. Yeah, and I and I think that uh, to me that confirms that MJF is going to be here uh, this time next year. Do you have any thoughts on it? Um, yeah, just just like you said in the scrum where he kind of made his point of you guys say I'm a shitty wrestler, but I always overperform and. He definitely did in my eyes for for sixty minutes. I didn't think he would it would go down as well as it did. It's a great match. He had the great spots. I think right by your uh, coworker Brandon's seats, friend of the show, uh, right through the table. Awesome, awesome little spot. Perfect hit. Just great match and amazingly surprising how good MJF pulled it off for an hour plus. Yeah, the guy is a. And Danielson, I mean, Danielson's Danielson. That was great throughout. Yeah, man. It's, you you just want to see Danielson get the title though. Like both times, Mm -hmm. it hasn't been the right timing. Like I wish, I wish both of his feuds for the title would have been six months in because then it feels more possible. Oh, I just thought about this um, unrelated point. How did you feel if you, if you have to go back and watch, let me know. How did you feel about the, back-to-back pins MJF was allowed to do without any kind of reset or how'd you feel about that? Do you yeah, like that? Do you, are you not a fan? I mean, I didn't love it, but also from a heat perspective, I don't like if I'm looking at it from a wrestling booker standpoint and like getting heat, I, it makes sense. It works. But like as somebody who is watching as a fan, I didn't love it, but not in a way that I hate, like not in a way where I think it ruined anything. What about you? Um, I, I was okay with it. I, I kind of liked how it ended up just really evening the score out of everything that, how it allowed happen, how it allowed to happen, but, uh, mm-hmm. didn't ruin my enjoyment or anything of it just was interesting because we've, I, I guess it's just 
there's so much back and forth with one ref calls it this way and the next match the ref calls it completely different and it's weird you have julia hart interfering and then you have someone else interfering in a three-way and that's not allowed just the world yeah. of refs uh, yeah and that trios man i rick knox has the easiest job in all of wrestling he just has yeah. to be there to count three at some point and he might have counted four <laughs> yeah and like i there's no way that he ever knows who the legal man is no there's no way Truly. It's that that match was great, but it was uh, very, very good. Just a shit. Like at this point, they should just like say that the rules of a trios match are basically tornado. Torn. Yeah, absolutely. Tornado. Everyone gets their their shit in and someone eats the pin. There we go. Uh, let's move on to our moment of the week. Sean, what did you have? Um. Could have happened sooner in, in the last couple of weeks, but FTR came back. With, it totally was a uh, long work shoot. They're back. Hopefully, they take the titles off the uh, the ass boys pretty quickly here, because that's just that was an awful tag match, and we needed the uh, the best tag team back with the, the belts. Simple as that. I don't I don't know how Dax just bled instantly once they got in the ring, but just great little sight to see them back. Yeah. The- <laughs> The blood that was that was some of the most brutal blood of the night too. He was dripping, dripping that fast. Got that Ric Flair drip, blood and middle fingers, heavy. Yeah, it is a very edgy uh, program at times. Uh, <laughs> I I was happy to see FTR. We'll talk about it in a minute on my cringe. Yeah. So there's a there's an involvement on there too, um, but good to see them back once again. That's another thing of the rumors have been that their t- that their uh, deals are up in April. They are not if uh, if they're if they're running them back now. That's not the case unless they're trying it's to use them to put over close. the ass boys, which I don't think is the case. Jeff Jarrett already did that. Yeah, yeah. So they're so they're, they're set for life. So uh, my moment of the week, I already talked, I already mentioned it. Is it's the yes chant during the Iron Man match. I just thought that you know we haven't seen that from Brian Danielson at all. He's he even addressed it early on that he was like out of respect. I don't really want to do it. Yeah. Um, he hasn't really acknowledged any of that. And then to do it in that moment, you go, oh, shit, this is like they were saving that for him to get the title. Right. And he didn't get the title. Yeah, uh, that'll be the a, catalyst. A, yeah, it was just so it was a great little spot there. Um, but hey, now it sucks because you can't you can only do that once, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's fine. It was perfect use and um, interested to see where where uh, Danielson goes from here. Uh, moving on to our cringe of the week what did you hate from the show or from this week hate hate might be a strong word i guess because i'm not gonna truly say i hated it uh just going long in a a 60-man iron man match there's you got to go into overtime when there wasn't enough time you even had a a live performance intro with uh for mjf just you could have shortened up just a little bit but um come on 60 minutes is long enough. We don't need to, the overtime and like 10 minutes of it. It felt like, yeah, I, it's another thing where it's like, I get why they did it because it really puts over how strong both of them are. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just 60 minutes is a long time for a wrestling match as it is. Um, but also I appreciate it. I appreciate that over like MJF getting the pin with four seconds left. Yeah. So there's there's a part of it that I that I actually enjoyed, but it'll be um, it'll be interesting to see 
how they catapult each wrestler from this because it, like I said, it, it's MJF. I think you're proving that he is truly one of the best. Danielson, you really went a far way to protect him and how good of a wrestler he is. So it feels like there has to be something that's next for him. Yeah, that he's still going to continue that that top spot. For sure. Um, my cringe of the week was just the tag title match in general. I think one of the things that excited me the most about AEW when it first was formed was knowing that the Bucks were a part of it. The Bucks are passionate about uh, tag team wrestling. They've been passionate when they uh, negotiate their contracts to not you know, be split up, everything like that. So you know that tag team wrestling is always going to be important. And then you got to see that tag title um, tournament to start start AEW. You've seen some oh, great yeah. runs from different teams. Some great tag and matches. And that match that they had last night, just that felt like a WWE tag match to me. That was just hundred uh, percent not not enjoyable. Um, the finish was dull for me. I mean, it was dull for everybody. The, the text I sent Brandon while he was at the show was just it's, the crowd goes mild <laughs> on that. Like that was they went silent they weren't booing they went silent which is the worst thing that can happen in wrestling truly um, i i in you know you kind of knew that that meant that ftr might be coming out but for me it just reinforced that ftr should have just come out on wednesday as the jokers mm-hmm. um been involved in the match and, and won the belts right yeah. there yeah oh like that was just not not good you, uh, like do you have to give the ass boys like some some more credibility to for FTR to beat them later? I mean, I don't know why you wait the extra week or two that we will with the ass boys with the titles. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And like at at that point, I like I'm kind of over face FTR. I like them better as heels. Totally. And so I would have rather see them come back and jump the acclaimed and take the titles off of them as heels rather than what what happened um but with that said i'm excited to see more ftr and i'm even more excited for the people on reddit that think it's funny to call them ftr bald and ftr hair to get to do that even more since they're back that's super fucking i'm just i don't know if you can hear my voice but i'm like just pumped about it so shame on you people (laughs) good god uh we did have a bonus cringe. I did not witness yeah. it, so I will let You're Sean uh, bring that up. You're lucky, too. Uh, Chris and I got back from the bar and uh, threw on the pre-show and were lucky enough to enjoy 50 minutes of awful backstage. The comedy stylings. Uh, comedy stylings of uh, RJ City. It was just, tr- I don't know, it was trash. It seemed like people didn't want to be there, and it was just so off-puttingly awkward and he thinks he's funny. Maybe like the people who think it's uh, FTR bald and FTR hair. It's, it's not funny, but they think they're funny. And uh, it just went on way too long. Not enough wrestling, too much talking and bad at that. I, I cannot imagine that there's a world where you hang out with RJ city and he doesn't tell you about his improv group within the first 10 minutes. He's like constantly trying to get you. He's like, it's a bringer show. So please come like, I only get paid if people show up. He yeah. is uh, just painfully, not painfully yeah. not as funny as he thinks he is. I think he's got some stuff. Like I've seen him do a few things with Dan Housen before they were both with AEW. That was decently like, I was like, okay, this is funny ish. Uh, mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's funny adjacent, but 
his show that he has for like his YouTube show, I don't find funny. Uh, any of his interviews that he does, I don't find funny. I think for him to be able to do, like, you need somebody that, like, if you're gonna, like, you need somebody who's strong at like that man on the street style of comedy, mm-hmm. and, like that can bring out the funny in somebody who might not have as much uh, improv humor ability as you and. He's not the guy. Yeah. Not that it, guy, no. Yeah, the guy pal. It felt like a lot of people were just like let out, left off there to to die, just trying to get themselves over and this wasn't working. <sighs> yeah. It'll be uh hopefully hopefully Tony accidentally tuned into it and was and it'll be like, oh what the fuck is this? Let's bring it, you know, Chris, I think was a he was a sketch comedy guy. So, Tony, we know you're listening. We've maybe that's how you introduce the elitists. And, you know, maybe we can maybe we could do something for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to move into our speaking of bad tra- segues and transitions. I am going to go into our anticipation. Uh, Sean, what are you looking forward to? Uh, the the best match we didn't talk about the House of Black winning. I'm excited to see their uh, their reign on the trios division. Uh, hopefully, plenty of matches, whether it's singles, tag, or, or trios. Uh, I want to see them almost every week, and excited to see them take down some um, some big trio names. Even though we've probably seen yeah, Penta or Death Triangle in them too many times, but <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it. I, I think it was the right call to have them win, even though in the match I was still somewhat rooting. I was rooting for House of Black, but also I was somewhat rooting. Like I was like, I'm going to be happy no matter who wins this match. Uh, it was a great, great show uh, in that regard, like or a great match. Um, I'm excited to see where they go. I hope they don't feud with the elite too long. I want to see the elite go ahead and follow, you know, go do some other things now that they've had their trios reign. Totally. And, you know, they got it after the the best of seven series with the uh, with the Lucha Brothers and and Pac. Where is Pac Pac Ben? Like, out that's of- what, that's what Chris and I were asking. Like, where where does he go? Does he do anything when he's gone? Because like, why? What's taking yeah, you away from here? Yeah, it's it's very odd. And now all of a sudden they're just hanging out with Mark Briscoe, which I don't mind that. I think he fits that's in cool. well with them, but um. Yeah, it's just very weird. And it kind of leads to my anticipation. It's just what's next. It felt like there was a lot of stuff on the card last night that hopefully isn't going to continue, right? Jericho and Starks. Starks. Let's Dunk. see what Starks does next. We, I need him to have something meaningful, a hot program next. Um, MJF, what's next for him? I don't think that you can justify giving Danielson another match after he lost the Iron Man match. Like that's supposed to be that, like that should be the final match of a, of a, a feud, feud really yeah, to truly totally. prove yourself. You lost. Um, Do you have an idea? Of who you might want. Uh, Jeff? Ricky Starks. Honestly, I, not, not yet. Honestly, I don't know. I was thinking actually last night, if house of black lost, Malachi. maybe get, maybe set up Malachi for double or nothing. That'd be cool. Uh, especially with the whole, like MJF is the devil shtick. Oh yeah. You, you claim uh, to, to be me. Yeah, and, kind of and Malachi could just be like, dude, I pray to the devil. I it's not you. Uh I drink his blood. And then Miro obviously always kind of comes into Miro. mind, but 
you have to build him up. You have to remind the audience that he even works for you. Exists. Um, but once again, he's he's uh, God's favorite champion. Um, I oh, can't really yeah. think of any faces right now, really. Uh, hey, I doubt it. Hey, it can't but be, I don't think so. Yeah. It can't be Adam Cole yet. That would be too rushed. Jungle Boy. Don't you say that. <laughs> He's a murderer. He fucking killed something. He, he should be in jail. Be. Yeah. Criminal. That's criminal Jack Perry, not Jungle it's Boy Jack Perry. California law, law system. Just... <laughs> It's. Uh, I will say that that was a good match. By the way, um, they did really good. I, I, I enjoyed the story they told, and that was probably <sighs> the coolest thing that they've ever done from a effect standpoint. Was when he closed the basket and then it dropped. That yeah. was that was great. The reverse Cody Vader. That was not a yeah a uh, exploding ring snafu. <laughs> yeah, um, but but my overall anticipation is just what's next. That felt like a little bit of a series reset. Uh, let's come in this Wednesday and hopefully see some new feuds rather than really anything being relived. Um, you know what? Maybe Ruby Soho becomes more interesting as a heel. Uh, Although that was the most telegraphed heel turn I've ever seen in my life. That's not on her. Like that is a, it's just like the way they booked that you could tell that that's what they're going to do. Um, it'll be interesting to just see over the next few weeks what the, uh, women's division does. I, I want to see Hater get a chance to have a another pay-per-view match that's singles. Like I want I want Double or Nothing her to be one-on-one because Chris her Stanley. versus Tony Storm was so fucking good. It was so good. It really was. So that'll be interesting for that. Um but yeah, it's just it's a uh, a time where maybe Tony can really reinvigorate things. I I don't feel an urgency to watch AEW lately other than the fact that we talk about it on Thursdays now. Right. Like, but yeah. there's not there. There has been, there's, there's been, been times though where I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And then there's other times where I'm like, is it fucking Wednesday yet? You know? Yeah. So I want to get back to that and I'm hoping that this can, can get us there, can propel us uh, to that. It's a good time to do it, Tony. Truly is. Uh, and it's also a good time to rate review and subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend, um, help us boost our numbers and keep us in the top 110 of uh, the podcast rankings for wrestling. I have not checked in on that lately, but I, I did recently sign us up for some uh, some more additional insights. So hopefully, maybe we're 109 creeping now. I mean, creeping in. 107. And, uh, yeah. We're coming. Watch out. We're coming watch, you. watch your back. We're about to turn the lights off, flick them back on. We're going to be at 101. It's going to be, we're coming for you all. Um, please make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Latest Podcast, uh, as well as our website, WrestlingLatest.com. Once again, for our latest match reviews, uh, Weekly Dynamite and Rampage reviews as well. Uh, any other special shows, whether it's New Japan, um, you know, I think when we get into Mania Week, we're probably going to be re- reviewing a few of those things. I think Chris just signed up for Fight TV. That what that's what they're on, right? They're on fight. Uh the collective? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So our whatever um on Fight TV, you could check us out what what we're doing uh, in terms of reviewing all of those shows. I think Chris is gonna be doing a lot of WrestleMania stuff as well. He's just a uh he loved I think WrestleMania is uh is his WrestleMania. Christmas. Yeah, WrestleMania oh, yeah. is his WrestleMania, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be probably seeing quite a bit of 
content from him about old WrestleManias, things he wants to see, and then also the shows that go on this week. I might even, you know, I'm going to put it out there, hold myself a little bit of accountable here. I might put in a a one-year retrospective on us going to our first Mania weekend. Um, And then look forward to if we get a chance to go again in the future, maybe. So once again, please. Yeah. Oh, God. So fucking good. Uh, Once again, please uh, share the show. Thank you for listening. Rick Rude. You know what to do. Hit the music.